Then I Blog Talk Radio. Aloha, everybody. Uh, this is Jennifer O and my co-host Kahu Kaleo. Aloha. Um, we are doing a show today on universal laws. I I have to tell you, I'm. We were talking about me being a little stressed out since my son is at a, a football combine in LA today. He was one of the top 100 athletes in the West region. So that just uh, has to do with Nike, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's. Uh, you have to be invited to go. So my husband's been calling me and giving me the play-by-play on how well he's doing. And so if, if uh, anybody knows what that's like when you're trying to get a kid into college sports, it's, it's uh, quite stressful, I must say. So um, that's been kind of fun. But actually that goes with the universal laws because um, he's always wanted to play sports in college and he does these football combines. And... Um, we had no idea he's done them several times um, and out of nowhere he had gotten a call uh, that he'd make made one of the top 100 athletes in the West region and and that's just sort of teenagers follow their path very well um, and uh, they have no resistance so that's a it's a very um, important thing to learn from your teenagers they always just think everything's going to work out fine and they always go along with that don't they don't they just think everything's always just fine and great? it's either really fine or it's the end of the world oh true there's true. no they, in between <laughs> they are definitely on both ends of the stick yeah, there yeah. so um we've been getting involved with all that yeah so if anybody knows uh any coaches in florida definitely email them to me <laughs> because florida, florida that's where yeah that's where he wants we to go oregon to florida. to florida i just want to butt in here for a minute because i'm sitting here with this silly little grin on my face and uh, as all of you know, Jeno, as I do, as as the wonderful and, and talented uh, psychic and, and an intuitive uh, counselor and, and businesswoman and and business uh, counselor and everything like that, she's also a mother of a teenage sports fanatic. (laughs) So I get to see the mom part of her that that you guys don't get to see online and in the air and everything. So I guess along with uh, her her, uh, accolades of being a a counselor and an intuitive and uh, and a minister, we should also add mom of teenage boy and uh, and well, Jess is not a, do- a teenager anymore, but but she's also a mom. Yeah, and that is a huge <laughs> job. I swear. Sometimes I think that's a way harder job than all the other stuff. You know, it's harder than being intuitive. It's harder than doing all the guidance. I for all you moms out there, God bless you, my good God. I tell you, it's a it's a full time job, and when you're working full time, it's. It's a double full-time job, and, and the whole college thing is, I have to tell you, it's its a lot of work. So let's apply that to universal law. Yeah, so let's Somehow do that. And, and all those things. We've got a lot of callers. Already. We do have a lot of callers. Yes. Um, one of the things that I wanted to talk about uh, was the universal laws and how it affects your life. And um, stuff like this is a very good example. Um, we'll use college, for instance. For uh, When you use it every day, how it works every day is, the universal laws are going on their own. They're flowing. They haven't have been flowed to it, and we can either flow with them, or we can flow against them and, and have resistance. Um, I think Abraham Hicks, um, who I love and um, 
they do a wonderful job. They talk about it as a stream. You're either going with the stream or you're going against the stream. And uh, one of the things that people don't realize that they do is universal laws don't just apply when you think they apply. So it's not something that, oh my gosh, all of a sudden I'm aware of them, so now that means that I have to work with them or against them or, you know, it's not like they're only working when you're aware of them. It's like they are always working, but when you're aware of them, what I like to teach is um, how you, not to work against them, how to more go with them, how to have less resistance, how to be more go with the flow. And where, go ahead. I, I think a key word that, um, that Jennifer is using in there is awareness because uh, in my counseling work a lot of times and with myself, uh, I, I, the awareness is important because otherwise, People say, well, the universal laws aren't working for me, and what, what, what's happening there is you're, we're choosing by default is what I say. So in other words, we're just going with whatever is happening and deciding that we don't have as much uh, control over our thoughts that affect the universal field, for example. Correct? Right, right. And so the awareness the, is the awareness is really The awareness is key to your resistance or your going with the flow. The awareness is not key to if there's universal laws. Right. Because there's universal laws that are going on, um, just like there's gravity going on, and we just know we can't, you know, if we jump off a tall building, we're going to, by the law of gravity, go to the ground. Um, so they, for people don't realize that we're in an attraction-based universe. So that's where the universal law comes in. Everything you think, um, everything that when you um, want something or don't want something, whatever you're thinking about, that's attracting it to you. So always understand that the universe is all attraction-based. It is not um, decide, deciding or filtering through your thoughts. It's all attraction-based, attraction-based. So everything that you think about comes towards you. Um, when you have fear or worry, that also goes out to the universe. So for instance, we'll use the college thing because I think that's a good example. <laughs> well, because, you know, I'm sure people have kids in college out there. But, if you, you know, if your kid wants to go to a certain college and you sit there and start going through statistics and start going through how much that, um, you know, scholarship may be or how much that, um, you know, you know, room and board is and how hard it is to get into each school, you know, that that brings resistance to you. That It, it makes all of these things happen that, um, that blocks the universal flow. If you just understand that, you know, you have endless possibilities, don't listen to statistics, don't pay attention to the money, because if you are not resistant if you just allow your child to decide on what school they want to go to, allow them to make decisions towards going to that school, check into the school, go with the flow of them going to that school, all of a sudden out of the woodworks, you know, scholarships may be available. Um, you know, they may get in on a certain merit that you didn't know that you could get into that particular college on. Um, you may run into a person um, when you're trying to check into the registrar's office that can help you get financial aid, or there's all these things that will work with you as in flowing you towards that goal. If you go into like, oh my gosh, only, you know, 5% of the kids uh, play college ball and, and how is that going to be my kid being 5% of the kids and it's like $20,000 each semester and how am I going to pay that? Well, when you start doing that, you build up resistance. So then, um, you know, money will become a huge issue. And it, my point is then you start blocking possible ways to get uh, the money flow towards the college. You start, because you're putting up resistance because 
Now, it, since it's an attraction-based universe, instead of going with the flow of it being an easy thing and, and seeing them go towards that college, if you start thinking about the money, if you start thinking about how many little kids play ball, if you start thinking about that, those things, that's also an attraction base. So that goes out to the universe, and that draws in it being harder to pay for that college. It draws in having blocks because you've already decided in your mind it was going to be really hard to pay for the college. It draws in, well, there's only so many spots for athletes. It draws in all of that stuff to you as well. So you have to be really careful about um, – how you think throughout the day with stuff. And I don't think people realize how much that they're based in fear and worry. Well, I, another thing that comes to mind for me there, there, there are a couple things. And one of those is also um, a, a self-to-self comparison. So if there are, we, we think there are so many pieces of the pie and, and then we start to lose it a little bit. So it's how am I doing? It doesn't matter what uh, everybody this, else the, is Yeah, doing. the Joneses next door got this piece of the pie. Where's my piece of the pie? Staying focused. Uh, in my days as an athlete, I had to really focus on performing my best regardless of what happened. If I had my best performance that I could possibly do, it was a good performance and it was a successful performance for me. The other thing about that is the attraction part of it. Okay, so if we were to talk about the attraction part of that, just to give you a physical model of that, uh, if you go to the gym and you want to be a bodybuilder, you have to attract your, you know, uh, focus your attention on going to the gym, becoming a bodybuilder, keeping the focus, keeping it going, keeping going to the gym, and sooner or later then the muscles start to show and, and the physique starts to show. So it's, it's like a workout routine, attracting yourself, choosing spiritually, mentally, physically, uh, you know, whatever you're going to do nutritionally well, in your life. Those are all laws of attraction, but it's a focus. So it's a, you get into a routine of practice and right. attraction. And it's not necessarily, I mean, it is focused, but it's what you're thinking about, so that right. brings that about to you. The other thing um, is in universal laws, um, one thing that I, I noticed, not do people just, people get so hung up on fear and worry and what's going to happen and what's not going to happen, and then they go, see, I knew I should have worried about that, or, you know, or they or they worry all the time and then nothing ever happens, but they, um, friends, friends and family, when you start getting uh, information from friends and family or guidance from friends and family, and then they say, well, you know, do you know how hard it is to do that, or you shouldn't be doing that because you really need to be making some money, or, you know, that brings in more fear and worry and doubt, and those are very important to keep in check when you when you're trying to eliminate, um, when you're working with the uh, laws of the universe, you want to do a couple of things. You want to understand that everything's possible. Anything's possible that you can think of. You want to understand that everything you think of is attracted to you. You also want to understand that when you go into any type of uh, fear or worry, that that will put up blocks for you. It will also bring things to um, uh, concrete the fear and worry for you. So you want to try your best to keep that out of your mind because fear and worry is really just the opposite of what you want to happen. It's just you start becoming in the vibration of the opposite of what you want to have happen. So it's not that there's a basis to it. It's just that what if I can't get that? you got to stop doing that. And a lot of people really live in the fear and worry. So if you can – and the other thing is it doesn't happen overnight. So – I, people uh, think that uh, some people just get it and then they get it the rest of their lives. 
but even like me or um, all kinds of, I'm sure Dr. Dyer, or many, many people, it's a training, it's a learning process, it's a lifestyle. It's like you have to catch yourself. Everybody, there. I don't think one person on this earth is going to go and never have a negative, you know, worry or fear or thought that, that may, you know, come into their mind. The key is to catch yourself the best you can and minimize them as much as you can. And the more that you catch yourself and the more that you train yourself to be on a, seeing the good side of everything or the positive aspect of everything, the more that you do that, the easier it becomes. And then right away, when you get into a situation, your mind will, instead of going to the fear and worry, will, you'll start to train yourself into seeing the positive. And when you do that, there's less resistance. You go with the flow. Things start working out better for you. Um, and so it's a learning process. It's a trained process. It's something you have to work on all the time. It's something that you don't have to walk around thinking, oh, my God, what am I thinking every single day? But it's something that you just want to go, aha, I'm aware that this doesn't feel good today. I don't, you know, you want to be aware of how you feel in your solar plexus area. If you're feeling uncomfortable or you're feeling icky about a situation, you know, or your your fear or worry or something has snuck in, that's where you start feeling not good. So what you want to do with that when you're working with the universal laws, whenever you're feeling bad and working against them, you're going to have that feeling in your solar plexus. When you're working with the universal laws, you want to try to think of things that will trick your body, trick your solar plexus area into feeling relaxed or relieved or better. And when you do that, um, then you're working with the universal laws. And the funny thing is when you think of things to, like let's say you are worried about, again, we'll use the college thing, let's say you're worried about college and you think what would make that trick my body into feeling better? Well, one of the things that may trick your body into feeling better is what if you're, uh, you've seen your child going to that college and the college was paid for however. You don't know how, whether it's you or a scholarship or whatever, but they're just you see them in there, you see them doing really well, you see that you don't have to worry about it. Maybe people contact you about getting them into that college. Then all of a sudden you can feel the solar plexus area change. You can feel it release, relax. And, you can, and what happens with that, the funny key thing is, is it actually makes you visualize. When you trick your body into feeling better, when you trick your body into feeling calm, into feeling a better outcome, your, your mind starts to visualize as a result of that. So it's not like you have to practice the visualization to trick your body. You trick your body and the visualizing comes. It's kind of like a backwards thing. That actually works a lot better for most people um, than to try to visualize because when they visualize really hard something or they go, okay, I want to see this happen so well, um, they, their body resists. So you may visualize. If you visualize first and your body resists, then you're not changing your vibration to go with the universe. So you want your body to be calm. You want to get your body to feeling relaxed. That's the key to working with the laws of the universe. So um, people, you know, get it a little bit backwards. We have really a lot of calls today. So um, we're going to take a couple and see if we have some answers, some questions for you. Um, we have area code 951. Aloha, 951. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I wanted to see if you can tell me uh, when you see romance for me and anything you can tell me about the person. Um, let's see. It seems like you have something coming in 
probably in a couple of months. Um, they seem to be a little bit, are you looking for a different type of person than you normally been dating? Yes. Okay, because it seems like this person you've intentionally are looking for a different type of person. So this person definitely is a different, uh, what stands out to me is they're definitely a different type of personality, or okay. if that makes sense to you, than you normally were looking for. Um, so they, you seem like you, um, you like to have some fun and laugh and be kind of light. And um, they seem to go along with that really well. Actually, it seems like you've done some work on the on the love part because um, you've had some issues in the past, yeah? Well, obviously, yeah. or you with somebody right now. Um, but, yeah, you have someone coming in in a, in a couple months. But uh, good job on changing your outcome because I think that the, the type of person that you were tending to date before um, was, wasn't a good fit for you. And it seems like you've gotten more of a checklist together on what you were looking for. Right. Does that sound right? So yeah. since you've changed your vision of kind of some things that were important to you, that's what you're drawing in. And so it won't be too long. Two and a half, three months seems very short. And somebody that you're going to be, that's going to be a lot lighter um, and just quite a bit different than the past. Okay? Okay. All right. Aloha. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye. Um, I like that call because uh, a lot of women call about relationships and they tend to do the same thing over and over and over and over again. And that woman I could tell had done some work on what she didn't want. So she had really changed. Oh, yeah, yeah, doing the same thing and yes. expecting different it's results. Different results, there, the yeah, whole Einstein thing. And they just keep wondering why it's not working out and why. And they keep, well, and all they care about is when their next relationship is, right. not that you need to really, when if it's not working out, not working out over and over again, you need to figure out what am I drawing in, what am I mismatching here, um, and then try to focus on something different. We have a 705 area code. Hello. Hi. Hi, my name is Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Aloha. Aloha. Um, I'm just wondering, I met a person, his name is Matt. Uh huh. I'm wondering, I'm wondering what you see coming up for our relationship. Um. Let's see. You just you just met this person. This is early on. Yeah, it's been a month since I met okay. him. Okay. Um, he seems a little bit nicer. Do you were in a really harsh relationship not long ago? Yes, definitely. I mean it. It feels like it really did a number on you, like it was hard on you physically and emotionally. Is that right? That's exactly right. He was. Yeah, I mean, because I feel like I, you really feel nervous to me about getting into another relationship, but you're allowing it, but you're nervous. Um, this person that uh, is the only thing that makes that you want to be a little bit watchful of is, um, I think that they are a lot nicer, but they tend to have um, an extreme personality switch sometimes. Like when he, he will get upset sometimes, and this you won't see this until later on in the relationship, like a few months in. Um, okay. He seems to have an extreme personality change where he gets real upset, where he's not like physical or anything, but he just gets where you get nervous. So, um, it, but other than that, right now, he's super nice, and he's really being really uh, attentive to you. 
um, but I feel that you maybe should just, you know, you can do whatever you want to and date and continue to see where it goes, but I really feel like you should protect your heart with this guy a little bit um, because I think he's going to make you nervous, and I think it's almost like a gun-shy thing, and I think that um, he's not the type of guy that you need to have. You need to have somebody a lot more sensitive and a lot more uh, calm and nice, like a lot more secure in themselves, a lot more, um, you know, how do you want to say, you know what I mean, like more secure and more, you're dating some guys with some low self-esteem that are really taking it out on you. Mm-hmm. And you need to really just, you need to gather yourself together and just get um, stronger from what you just went through. That that I don't think you've given yourself quite enough time. I think that you need to Go slow. Yeah, go a little bit slower and just get a little bit stronger and get more of a, you know what, I'm tired of this. Get a little more voice to you. Get a little bit more, um, you know, stronger presence because once you do that, you're not going to draw in the guys with a low self-esteem. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, definitely just, just take this one very slow, okay? And the fear that you're, you're you're feeling, Wendy, is is also like the universe kind of signaling to you that you know to go slow and take it easy because when it's right, it'll feel right. Yeah, it won't feel fearful. You know, so. so so just take it slow. Yeah. Yeah, take this one a little slow. I'd like to see you back out um, a little bit and just kind of work on getting yourself stronger because you you weren't always like this. You you had you were stronger before. You know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Try to find that part of yourself again because not everybody's going to be like that last guy. Yeah. But yeah. you don't want to you don't want to continue to draw people in like that either, right? Right. Well, he and he it, said he he was going to call me and he hasn't and it's been a month. So. Okay. Well, you need to just let that go. Mm-hmm. Um, and just get it to get pull yourself up again. Okay. Get get a little bit more empowered because it's going to change what you're drawing in. That's the other thing. Um, on universal laws, you know, when you're putting that that type of vibration out there, you're drawing in the guys that are going to continue to feel the same vibration of the guy that you were just with. And you, I mean, the last guy, the one that was hard on you. And so you don't want to continue to do that. You want to change what vibration you're sending out to the universe because um, you need to draw in a different type of guy. You become, and to do that, one of the ways to do that is to become yourself, become the person that you would, the type of person that you would like to be with. And work, that's why, you know, Jenna's talking about taking your time and, and working on yourself and strengthening yourself and be real strong that way. And that way, that's what you'll attract. When you're a little bit weak and a little bit uh, taken, then, uh, that'll draw in some sharks, actually. Absolutely, and I and I don't like that for you. So um, no sharks, no sharks for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have a good day. Okay. Aloha. Thank you. Aloha. Um, for anybody out there that wants to um, actually get more of a reading, um, you can look at my website, my uh, com or hawaiipsychicgen.com. Um, I do, uh, you know, full readings, 15 minutes to an hour. So you definitely can book an appointment with me if you would like to do that. Um, I also have my Facebook page that you can go on, Jennifer O. Intuitive. Uh, area code 347, what can I help you with? Yes, hi. Hello. How are you? Hello. Oh, hi. 
Um, so I want to um, change careers, and I just wanted to see what you've seen me put out there because I've been putting it out there. Okay, you're in a career right now, right? But you don't want to yeah. be in the same one you're in. Right. Okay. Um, are you? What career are you doing? Where am I seeing the marketing stuff? I'm working in some kind of personal finance right now. Okay, yeah, I'm not liking that at all. Um, so you need to get into some more creativity. Are you looking at what type of work are you looking into? Because I'm seeing some more, um, I'm also seeing some artwork stuff. What, what, type of, what type of career are you trying to follow? Do you, are you in the, um, have you ever been in, I, I keep seeing like paintings and artwork marketing type stuff. Um, does any of that make sense to you? Have you? Well, I, I, every time I speak to psychics, they tell me this, but um, I do like art and I do like artwork, but um, I just mainly want to travel. <laughs> okay. That, hey, there you go. That may be why I'm seeing that. Um, if you get into doing, um, into some, uh, to some art gallery type setting, because I feel like you would be strong in, in sales and strong in, um, contact networking, that type of thing. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but I feel like you'd be strong in that. And I still feel like in art, something surrounded by art, art gallery type thing, there's some travel that would be involved with that. Okay? Oh, really? because, yeah, because there would be some networking and, and different things where you would have to maybe set up artists or set up shows or, or some different things where you, uh, you might have to, I don't know, even do art collecting type thing. Kind of check, is there art galleries or, or that type of thing in your area at all? Or um, Yeah, there's plenty of art galleries, but I've just never thought of that as an avenue. Yeah, there, there's definite, I just think that you would be really good in sales, and it just seems like there's some travel abroad if you look into that. Um, I don't um, know what kind of, go ahead. No, go ahead, um, I just don't know what kind of travel you're looking at, but it seems like there's be, there'd be some East Coast travel, um, but also possible travel abroad. It'd be something that would be lighter for you. The the the, the um, commission sales stuff. It seems like there'd be big chunks of money involved, and that you would be very good at it. it. You seem to be good at networking. I don't know if you know that, and you seem to be good at putting connections together and sort of event type things. Um, and I think that it'd be something you would think this seems really almost too easy. Right. But now I, I'm trying to think of how I would even go about doing that because I've never... How you'd go about doing that is you would start checking at the art galleries and you would start saying, um, you know, I'm really interested in getting into this a little bit or learning more about the business and I am really strong um, as far as, you know, networking and, and this sales type of marketing. sales marketing, that type of thing. I'm really interested in what you guys do. What type of positions do you guys have available? Okay. And check with them because I think that one of the places will have a middle position that you'll be like, hmm, well, might want to try it and just see what it's like because it'll turn into something else. Seems like it might okay. be an office type position, a higher office type position, but I think it would turn into something else for you, something you'd really like. Yeah. Do you see timing on it? Um, if you, it seems like a possible three months. If you um, if you start looking now, where by the time that your decision was made and all that sort of thing. Okay. 
So that's okay, though. So don't worry about that. Timing, um, you know, you st it's about the journey. It's about going and checking and learning and researching and all that sort of thing. But we have a lot more callers, so um, good luck with that. Thank you very much for your help. Okay, aloha. Our switchboard is, like, really packed today. I think we got everybody here from, from last week and the week before. So um, we're going to take this next caller. We have area code 586. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. I was just What's wondering. What's your question? I'm sorry. What's your question? Um, I was just wondering. Do you ever see me um, getting my independence back and being successful? As far as work, or what are you yeah, talking like about? Yeah, like starting my own business. Okay. <laughs> Well, that could mean a lot of things when you say that. <laughs> I, would, I would like to start my own pastry business. Uh huh. And I'm in school right now for business, and I'm trying to, you know, um, network and work with some people to, you know, get it going. Do you ever uh -huh. see it? Do you ever see me, you know? I see that. Yeah. Um. Now, don't flip out when I tell you this because I could say no. Okay, I'm just going to tell you that right now. Um, okay. But in about in about four years, um, I, I actually at four years I see that you have a, a pretty good business going, and it seems like the pastry business at that time for you, um, you tend to make it a unique type business. So like um, there, you have specialty type things that you do that nobody else does. Um, I don't know if it's high-end stuff or um, there's something very unique to your business at that point in time, and that's why it does so well. Um, but uh, I'm seeing that you should take some samples around to some restaurants and different things because I think that you could actually start. Uh, it, I'm, you need to take some samples out. I'm, they're showing me samples. So you need to, like, bake some things and take some samples out and, and get into some different places and just be like, hey, try this. Call me if you want, to, you know, me to make some stuff for you or your restaurant business, because I know they do that, right? And, and send some samples to me. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I, I want to say I've been, I, I have, a, I have, a, yeah, I have a, a restaurant background, actually, in, a, in another life. And the four years that she's talking about is really, uh, it, it's a little bit below average of what it normally takes to, to become successful in the food and beverage industry. So that's a good, uh, that's a good uh, barometer to go by. And the samples thing, yeah, is a, is a big deal. People are going to want to know your product. And, yes. Yeah. And I feel that if you start the samples in the restaurants, which I don't know if you're thinking about or not, but if you start that, I feel like they're going to start buying some things from you, and that gradually brings in some income for you. And then eventually you work that into a different specialty-type pastry thing like a shop. Oh, okay. So, and also you could do things like uh, like – fairs where they have booze and right. stuff like that. And but I really around. feel like the restaurant yeah. thing is where you're going to hit some things. Um, and then it, I feel like it goes high-end pastry, too. Like you end up doing some specialty-type cupcakes or specialty-type things with, like, more unique, more, like, higher-end stuff, too. So And send samples to Hawaii. Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, no, it's going to go well. Don't worry about it. Just start growing it and enjoy the process uh, as you're doing it, okay? Okay. okay All right. You. Congratulations. Aloha. 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 
We have another caller. Um, we have a lot of callers. <laughs> We're getting to you guys as fast as we can. Uh, 281 area code. Aloha, oh. Jennifer. Aloha. How are you? I'm doing great. This is Michael. And aloha to your Kahu friend. I'm sorry I missed his name at the beginning of the program. It's Kaleo, and aloha to you as well. Oh, thank you, thank you. Well, I wanted to ask, I have an occupation, but it's the income part, and there's a part of the law of attraction which is not really touched on much but happens quite a bit in our human realm is that quite a few people bottom out first before they can jump back up again. And that's not ever covered in in the law of attraction. So I'm just kind of pointing it out because I feel I'm in that same direction that you have to bottom out first. That's a very good point. That's a very good point, and what happens is usually the reason that happens is because nobody pays attention until they bottom out, see? Yep, yep. So I'm just <laughs> going to kind of ask you to touch in on the income part. I'm putting a lot into the business, but the income isn't coming around, so just going to ask about that. Okay, when the income's going to come around? Sure. And is that what you're wondering? Because are you talking about your current business? Because I kind of feel like you're wanting to get into something else. Uh, no, I'm actually, well, I'm, I've just started a new direction within business. Oh, this so. is the new direction that I see. Okay. So what type of business are you in? Uh, professional speaker and also author. Okay. I just published my own I book. I started my own publishing company. Okay, great. Um, what I see is in about two and a half years, you start doing some, uh, I don't know if you're looking at doing this, but you start doing some travel. Um, and you start uh, doing some speaking engagements. So your business really starts to take off in the public speaking in about two and a half years. One of the things that I see that um, you may want to start up now, which I don't know if you've started, but it seems like that you do really well in networking or word of mouth, is um, uh, companies, I, I just see that you would do well if in corporates or companies that want you to speak to their employees almost as a, it seems like it's a motivational type thing or changing their um, their perspective or their outlook to, to actually bring in the, co- it'll bring in the company more money, if that makes sense. Is any of this making sense to you? Sure, sure. I'm right now getting okay. ready to go do a conference to learn how to get corporate sponsors okay. and tie that into but- nonprofit groups. Okay, because I think that the I think if you actually go to some of the corporate places, also, what I would like to see you do is I would like to see you talk to them about drawing, basically letting them know if you can, you know, when you talk to their salespeople, when you talk to the core people of their company, their managers, that sort of thing, and you can get these people to shift their perspective on how to run their business and how to use the law of attraction and how to use the positive base and all that sort of thing. Um, it's going to grow their own income. The, the head of the companies, the corporations, it's going to grow their incomes quite a bit. I see that you would have a success, for, a success rate of growing their income at about 20% if you could get a hold of some of those companies and, uh, and, get, and get their core people and talk to them. Um, also, your book ends up being published too, so you start in a, um, well, I, you have a hand in that. Um, so then you start selling that at some of your um, your seminars. But if you can get into the, if I would like to see you take the direction of talking to the corporate offices to talk to their managers or to their core staff, because I think that they will start telling other people about you. They will start networking for you and saying, hey, we brought this guy in. You know, it really brought our profit up. And, I, and I'm not sure that that's necessarily the direction you want to go, but they're really hammering that direction for you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because uh, I just see that you would do really well and that would start boosting your market. Then after that, you get into some more personal stuff, like when you, um, in about the two and a half year mark, where you can actually just public speak to um, uh, individuals, per people individually, like more on a personal basis. But I feel like you're in the door, you're, you're really good boost in income is by marketing your marketing yourself as a, as a motivational speaker to the corporation. I think that they will spend the money on you. You want to package it for them too. I don't know what that means, but I'm seeing that you're, you're going to want to package it for them and, and saying, you know what, I can offer you this seminar at this price and this is what it entails. You know, um, and maybe offer your book at that when you get that involved. Individually tailoring. Yeah, individually like tailoring right to um, the corporation. But I really feel like you're successful at that. Um, and then I think that you start doing some business, some stuff with business people that brings in uh, uh, your income turns around in about six months. But the travel and the re the really good thing that you want to happen happens in about two and a half years. Okay. What about so six months to turn everything around at this point? Yeah, I feel like at this point, six months is when you're going to start feeling, oh, this, this feels a little bit easier. This feels a little bit more like I don't have to worry about so much about trying to go out and, you know, you know, try to sustainable income and that sort of thing. I feel like you're at a place where you're, you're kind of getting some more referrals and you're, you're sort of enjoying what you're doing more. I feel like it doesn't feel as much work, that sort of thing, in about six months. And it feels more local around your area or cities, though, in the six-month mark. But in the two and a half years, it feels like at that mark, it's more um, national. Okay. That makes sense? Yep, it does. Well, thank you for sharing. I know you want to get to another person, and they're they're all going. Yeah. Let's look. I want my question answered too. <laughs> and um, I I think that also uh, you're definitely on the right path, but uh, don't get hung up or frustrated on how fast you want to get there, because I have a feeling that you you really want to get there quick, and that's the only thing that holds you back on the universal trail. Okay. Yeah, so it's the instant manifestation. So yes. This so it's very slow in human form. Yes, it, it, and you struggle with that, and that's the only part that I see that hangs you up, okay? So just know that it's coming and know that you put the work in and know that eventually it's going to happen regardless of if you worry or don't worry, but let's try not to worry about it so much or not try to want to be two and a half years down the road like tomorrow, okay? Yeah, <laughs> <Thank> you, <and laughs> I appreciate you, it. You'll have to remind yourself of that as you're going and, and, and keep reminding yourself of that. Okay, God grant you. patience and do it now. Yeah, God <laughs> grant me patience and do it now. And you know what? I, I struggle with that myself. You know, I want my book done out in yesterday. So I, I can sympathize with you there. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thanks again. I appreciate your help. Aloha. 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 All right. That was a very nice call. He's right on the right track. Aries. He definitely has that public uh, yes, he does. presence he, about him. He absolutely does. Area code 203. How are you doing? Good. What can I help you with? Um, I was wondering, you seem to uh, me connecting the right person of the career I'm pursuing. Okay, say that again. I'm sorry. It was hard for me to hear you. I'll try to, um, well, I'm pursuing a career um, music. I'm a songwriter. I've been working with somebody. And it's like a hassle. And I'm trying to evaluate everything, meeting the right person. Or oh, meeting the right person? You're a songwriter? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, it seems like some stuff that you're doing right now is really just, it just seems like it's just a lot of work, whoever you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just, that's a very good point on this show. When things are that really hard to deal with, when they're, when the flow is not very easy, when the resistance, when it just seems like you're running into roadblock and just really like this is a pain and this is really not, everything just seems really hard, that's a sign to move in another direction. So, um, you know, keep with the contacts because I feel like you have been out there making contacts, right? Yeah, there and there when I go to shows, uh, yeah. Right. So, but keep doing what you're doing because I think that, I mean, with the shows or whatever that you're doing, um, I feel like that there's some stuff uh, that, you know, you may get some contacts out of there, but, I don't know where you're at, and this may sound really weird, but have you ever, um, have you pursued, because it seems like eventually hooking up with someone in the Nashville-type area seems to be somewhere where you make a really good connection. Are you ever in that area? Have you tried to contact people in that area? Because I've heard in the music industry that's a really hard area, but for you it seems like a very successful area. Okay. Is that... Does that sound fun? I mean, I don't know if you're even near the area, but I'm um, in Connecticut. <laughs> okay, well, move down a little. It just seems like, and and that sounds funny, and it's not all Western music down there. Yeah. Um, I know that I know that there are some really strong music connections down there, and I feel that um, if you you need to send out some more things or make some more contacts. And if you ever can do uh, get down in that area and make some personal contacts, um, that it feels like that would be where you would get you would get some really good response. You would get some really good contacts down there. Okay. So, uh, um, but the stuff you're working with right now, I just don't feel like that's going to pan out. I just feel like it's really hard all the way around. It doesn't turn out the way you want it to. Some things get. Um, uh, what do I want to say? I don't know if they twist your or tweak with your song at all or anything, but it just seems like it's just ends up not being what you envisioned it to be. So um, I would just take your energy out of that, let it do whatever it wants to and move on to something else. Okay. Okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Good luck with that. You're very talented in what you do. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. That's a good um, note on universal laws, by the way, is when things are just really, really hard to we have area code uh, 352. We have about two minutes left. Oh, it just, there we go. 352? I don't know if they, oh, hello? I don't know if they can hear us. 352, hello. are you Hello? Hello, how are you? Good, what's your question? Um, my question is, um, Concerning what you see for me as far as financially and a move um, in the near future. Um, well, see any changes or things? Situation improving, or is it going to be stay like it is for a while? Or I think it's going to stay like it is for a while. It seems like that you're really having a struggle making ends meet for another six months. Um, and then it seems like at about six months you have the opportunity for a move. Um, and then it might get a little bit lighter for you there. But you, some changes have to make in order, yeah, for it to 
um, get any better, but it seems like it stays the same. So okay. you don't see me moving from this location for six months? No, yeah, not for a little bit. It seems like that about six months, I don't know what happens. I, I think that, you know, if you're planning on moving or whatever, I don't know what happens, but it seems like it might fall through and then uh, you end up staying where you're at and um, until about six months. Okay. Okay? All right. Thank you. All right. You have a good day. Um, we, that's all that we have uh, time for, I believe. Um, we have the website, jenniferopsychic.com. Um, we have hawaiipsychicgen.com. Um, and then I have my website, Jennifer O. Intuitive. Uh, so if you want to become Facebook friends, um, more than happy to add you onto my Facebook. And you can definitely call for an appointment or um, go on. I guess you can call 808. 7530920 or you could email me or go on my page for um, any more information regarding if you want a, a longer reading. These are really just mini readings so you know it's kind of hard to get It's into. hard to get to everyone and, and uh, you know everyone uh, can appreciate that and I know from uh, working with uh, Jennifer and, and actually uh, managing portions of her calendar that uh, it gets pretty crazy and so uh, the, the mini readings are, are Fun for her to do, and she loves to do those. And but we they, try to get to everyone, but just they are many readings. Yeah. The thing is, they're many readings. So if there's something that you want to know more about, it's definitely um, important that you make an appointment. So um, aloha, everybody, and we will see you next Saturday. Call in next week. Aloha.